Today's Parenting AOD is how to get free of the burden of being the perfect parent. Welcome back to the Parenting Advice of the Day show on theparentingvault.com. Today's advice comes from Dr. John Demartini. Let's listen. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Demartini. Uh, I'd like to share with you just some ideas that relate to mothering. And some of the ideas I'm about to share with you are probably not ones you've probably ever thought about. But um, I'm first going to state something, and I want it just to kind of sink in, that nothing is ever missing in your life. It's always there, but it's not always in the form that you imagined it to be, wished it would be, uh, think it should be in, but it's always there. And particularly relating to mothering. Now, how does that uh, tie in together? I found out that somehow when you have a situation, let's say you're growing up and your mother is having to work and you're feeling like mom's not there for you. And you find out that um, when there, she's not, that you have to take on part of the roles of mothering, or a nanny takes on part of the roles of mothering, or an au pair takes on some of the roles of mothering, or possibly your doll that you're playing with becomes a mother talking to you in your own dialogue. But if you look very carefully, or maybe your friend, your best friend, you're going over to their house and she becomes a mother. Instead of assuming that you didn't have a mother at times, it's wiser to look at what form your mother came in. And the best way to do that is to actually make a list of all the traits that you imagine your mother having, and then if she's not able to be there because she's having to work or she's gone shopping or she's had to go on a trip and you don't see your mother, to look at all the traits that you perceive as missing and find out what new form it's in. And then find out the benefits of it being in that form and even the drawbacks of the form the way you fantasize or hope or wish it would be. When you do, you calm yourself down from having emotion you change the perception that there's something missing in your life, which can make you then be searching for something that's already there, and allows you to be adaptable and resilient to whatever happens. So if you're a young person and you're thinking your mother's not there, think along those lines and you'll find out that everything is there, nothing's missing. Fulfillment is partly a perception as much as an action. Then if you're all of a sudden, let's, let's say you're a little older and you're now um, a mother and you're now having your own children, Keep it in mind that if you are going out and having to work and you're thinking, oh my God, I feel so guilty and so bad, my kids aren't having my, their mother, then stop and help your children understand this principle. Help them understand before you feel guilty and shamed having to work and trying to juggle this and carrying that around with you, to go and actually share with your children that when I'm away, a different form of mothering comes in. I'll have a nanny sometimes, I'll have an au pair sometimes, I'll have your best friends take care of it and your mother will be it there. You'll be playing a role of mothering. You'll end up imagining your mother to the children and you play that role or your children, your, your dolls will become the mother to you. But somehow every one of the traits that represent mothering will be there for your children. Because sometimes I see women torn apart between trying to develop their careers and be the ideal supermom, and they're juggling between these two and they're feeling guilty on both ends. They feel like they're not able to do great in business and in mothering at home. Just relax and understand that nothing is missing. It's changing form. And being adaptable like that frees you up. 
Now if you're in a situation where all of a sudden you're there and you're having your own mother just pass away. Maybe you're in your 40s and your, or 50s and maybe your actual mother passed away in your 60s, 70s, or 80s. And all of a sudden you think there's something missing. And you're feeling grief, possibly. And you're having a feelings of bereavement, loss. The wise thing to do is to make a list of everything that you're missing because you really don't miss every part of the person. I've been doing grief processes for many, many years, decades now. And I assure you that everything that you think you're missing when somebody leaves you, it's not every aspect of them. It's only the parts that you had some degree of infatuation with. You don't miss the things you disliked about them. That's, you don't grieve over the loss of the things you dislike. You grieve the loss of the things that you liked and, and put on a pedestal. So if you go in and take your mother that just passed away and write down all the things that you actually feel you're missing about them that they once provided, and go and find out who now is surfacing in your life, including yourself, to bring in those traits into your life, you'll find out quantitatively that they're the same. I do this every week in the Breakthrough Experience. I watch pe people transform life. I just got through doing it yesterday and it's magnificent. And it helps people calm down, appreciate, and feel the presence of the person that they love. But going in there and finding out who has taken on that role, you'll find out that all these different people, sometimes even men or women, take on the roles that the mother just had. Then you go and find out what were the downsides of the roles that the mother played. Now that's not being disrespectful, and that's not looking at negative things about only. It's bringing a balance to the traits, because every trait a person has has things that are, that are liked and disliked. Every trait has both sides, like a magnet. And so if you're seeing only the positive sides of it, you're gonna be missing it and grieving. If you see both sides of it, you'll calm it down and you'll have relief mixed with grief and you'll have love again. If you go in there and find out some of the downsides of when they were there and the benefits of all the new forms that are surfacing, you're now resilient and adaptable, you're not grieving and you're moving forward. In fact, when I've asked people when they're about to die, do they want people to grieve? I've never met anybody that can honestly say, I hope my whole family grieves when I die. They want people to live on and live their life to the fullest. So it's actually wise to stop and realize that nothing is missing. It's just constant transformation. And inside, I always say the masters of life are the ones that live in a world of transformation and they're completely adaptable and resilient. And people who are not masters of life, that are being victims of history, are holding on to fantasies about how it's supposed to be instead of honoring the transformation that's constantly changing. When you honor that and you see the new form it's in, you're adaptable and you feel love and appreciation and you feel the presence of the person in the new form. Now that's not negating the form that they had, it's just not infatuating with it. Because to love somebody is not to put them on a pedestal or pit, it's to put them in your heart. And when you feel them in your heart, you feel their presence and you feel grateful. So nothing is missing. Your mother is always there. You're always there as a mother. You're in a different form, they're in a different form. And when you understand that, it's freeing. The same thing at work. If you go to work and you're trying to juggle everything at work, it's wise to sometimes to prioritize what you're doing there. And when you come home, prioritize the things that you're there. Otherwise, you're trying to be a super mom and scattering yourself and trying to multitask and becoming less effective. If you realize that when you're at work, other people are taking on some of the mother's roles, and when you're at home, other people are stepping up to play to take on accountabilities, you're more adaptable and not putting false expectations on yourself that can actually make you beat yourself up over things that are not even real. It's wiser to appreciate that. And know if you're at work, let's say you're a mother, um, but in a different form. Let's say you never had any genetic children at all. You never had to procreate uh, children, but at work, you're now in this conflict. Well, I'm now 40 years old or 35 to 40 years old. I, 
I want to have babies, my time is ticking, and here I am, and now I'm too old to have the babies, and now, oh my God, I didn't have my babies. I see this quite often. But real truth is, nothing's missing. And if you're at work, you'll discover that you are treating some of the people in your, in your business as children. You're mothering people at work. You never miss mothering. It's really quite beautiful when you see that. You'll even call your company your baby sometimes, or maybe a division of the company your baby. And then you realize that the people at work, you're playing part of that surrogate mother role that they think is missing. So when they're not around their mother, you may be playing some of that mother. It's constantly changing and moving around, and the person who can see all the forms in which it takes is the person that's most resilient and adaptable and is able to realize that nothing's missing, and they're the most empowered. So just take the time to reflect whatever you think is missing, what form is it in, liberate yourself from the, the anger and the frustration or the guilt or the shame or the feelings of loss by realizing it's in a form that's actually serving you. If you can ask how is whatever's happening on the way, not in the way, and serving you, you realize that you're a great mother and nothing's missing, and you're surrounded by a great mother. Nothing's ever gained or lost, it's just changed in form. The conservation laws, we call it. In the process of doing that, you realize that if you are a mother, and it comes up on maybe even a day of the year called Mother's Day, that you can actually realize that everything's in order, you're a great mom. And by the way, if you just listen to this last little segment on mothering, and you happen to be a father, just know the exact same thing holds for the father. I didn't leave out the father, really. I just wanted to come back and remind you of that. So if you're a mother or a father, those same principles hold true. And uh, you can relax and realize that you're a great father and you're surrounded by a great father. There it was, today's parenting advice of the day. Congrats for listening and we hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for you and your child. We'll be waiting for you tomorrow with another awesome parenting advice.